0: Welcome, everybody, back to Talk With the Now podcast. This is Gene, and uh, back again with my cohort, my compadre, my, what's another word, um, colleague, Jason.
1: What's happening, Jason? Uh, the much, man.
0: Yeah? yeah? We didn't talk about this um, off air, but uh, how was your date last night? Grand grandiose
1: (laughs) it was good it was good
0: did you um go to any particular restaurant you want to mention uh just a
1: nice uh mediterranean establishment ah
0: so mcdonald's nice no 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 (laughs) McDonald's.
1: well up in up in uh how was that hamilton mill area
0: we had uh we had seafood um yes uh, we had oh you had seafood what kind of seafood well we had the big fish. Uh, (laughs) Uh, um well good glad to hear it um yeah nothing like going to a restaurant to spend money Mm. you know there is a big balance between i find spending money at a restaurant and not spending money um because you save so much money by not eating out yet you get so much convenient by going out if you get a good meal out of it which it was yeah
1: and it was big portions too so and one of my biggest, 11.
0: I try not to have pet peeves per se, but mm-hmm. one of my, one of the things that really gets under my nerves is the outlandish cost of uh, beverages whenever you go. And I don't mean alcoholic, but just beverages in general, when you go yep. to a restaurant,
1: pure profit for them. Yep. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Like you're paying a $1.90 usually at the minimum, if you're going to say Chili's or um, Applebee's or somewhere like that, A dollar yep. $1.90 for sweet tea. I think you can buy a whole pack of uh, sweet tea uh, bags for like a ninety, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe two ninety nine. I don't know.
1: To maybe cost them about a penny to make it, maybe.
0: Yeah. No, it's definitely pure profit. But sometimes I'm just sort of like, come on, guys.
1: I mean, yeah,
0: I can understand it with Coke, but your sweet tea, I mean, all you did was throw some sugar in some tea leaves and you stirred it, doesn't, it, it I mean, it's pure
1: profit with Coke, too. It's the same thing. I mean, yeah. they didn't pay much for that.
0: I mean, I'm sure they just pay them some sort of discounted. Yeah, it's
1: syrup and syrup and carbonated uh, CO2 uh, charges. Do you know if they
0: did they? um, But by by the way, people, Jason has family ties to Coca Cola, so he knows the insider stuff on this. Sometimes, Um, do you um, do you know if they charge if Coca Cola charges these um, restaurants when they have to send maintenance people out there to work on it?
1: Uh, Depends on where they got their fountains from. Or their machinery. Like most of them, if it's if it's a fountain, I think there's probably a service contract in there with the actual sale of the syrup. And anybody listening who works for Coke Corporate, and I'm, I'm screwing this up, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but like say for the, you know, if you're at a restaurant with a bar, those bar guns that they use, I mean, that's kind of you're probably gonna get charged for that one. But like stuff that's on the like, I'm not really sure because you know, everything's in the bags now. So right. like the serbs in the bag. So anything that I think a lot of that is self servicing, which means you're going to get sometimes where stuff tastes weird because they haven't cleaned their lines, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Per diem yeah. type deal. Like they, right. you know, right. Cut, we, oh, we need to call Coca-Cola. So they call out and they send you the bill or whatever. Right. They
1: call the bottling company and they come out Yeah, and, and do the, do the service on it.
0: Yeah. I don't know why this is. And I had, I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you, because I've mentioned many things to you in our time. I've known each other. <laughs> yep. For some reason, me and an old friend of ours, who we will not mention, um, he was a tall guy, had a red truck. Uh, we used to have this thing, or maybe it was you, where we would talk about how, for whatever reason, Mexican restaurants have the best tasting fountain Coke.
1: Now that was probably, that was him, yeah.
0: And I we could not put our finger on We could not figure out, okay, why does the Coke here taste better at El Torero or whatever restaurant we're at? than it does. Mm-hmm. Is it the Mexican food that makes
1: the coat taste better, or what? Just more diligent about cleaning their lines and keeping the equipment up, maybe? It must be, because, you know, be. I mean, you know we,
0: would, we would do the, you know, the the taste test where we would go to, like, a Chili's or an Applebee's, and we got like, this does not taste as good as El Toro, or whatever Mexican restaurant you were at, and it was like, I don't, I don't know why Mexican restaurant yeah. Coke tastes better than your <laughs> whatever Coke. Okay, so here's another one. Do you think that, um, do you prefer what is your preferred method of um, drinking uh, soda pop? <laughs> we don't say soda pop, by the way. If you're not
1: in the South, we say Coke, pretty much.
0: Well, so, especially if not, you're in
1: the Metro Atlanta area. Not in, not in our household. If it wasn't Coke, if it was Sprite, you say Sprite. If it was that, you say. You well, you call didn't it let any... me
0: finish, did you, there, Jason? Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's what okay. I'm just saying.
0: No, no, I was just... going to say that. That's okay.
1: Um, the misnomer is that they call everything a coke down here. And I'm like, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they we do say that. A lot of people do say that. But you're right though. I mean, even me, I would say that in form, like just say, Hey, what do what do you call what do you call soda? Call it a coke. But in actuality, in practice, I would always say, Do you want a sprite? Do you want a yeah? Mr. Pibb, do you want a, you know, Mountain Dew? Whatever. For
1: shame on you. And of course we know the old story of the secret shopper thing where coca-cola would send people out to places that like say oh or somewhere back in the day that was traditionally a pepsi restaurant and they would asked mm-hmm. for a coke and if the people didn't say sorry we have pepsi then coke would sue them for copyright infringement so huh you know because they that's their that's their word really yeah can you hear the air that just came on sorry
0: yeah i thought a <laughs> uh an 18-wheeler was driving through your house for a second
1: there but, yeah, let me uh, let me go ahead and uh, fix that with my nice not Nest bad. app here. Because <laughs> um, as much no, as it, I it be...
0: really sounded like an eighteen wheeler drove out in front of your house for some for half a second there.
1: All right, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna turn it up and make anybody upstairs sweat really bad for a little while. Yeah, um, hey. <laughs> um, that's but, what you know. fans are for. But anyway, hang on. Uh, you know, give it give it a second here. You know, this is our. Is this? I feel like I should be doing a traffic report right now. Traffic. Yeah. Speaking it's of like, traffic,
0: are you aware of Mark Aram of WSB Radio here in Atlanta? What about him? Are you are you so you know who he is? Um, of course I do. He yeah. um he is going to stop doing the traffic. Mm. Mark Aram has a um radio show from 4 to 7 p.m. I think it is on WSB. And uh he's just going to do that show now. So he's no longer going to do the the morning show and the afternoon um, traffic, basically traffic shows, hmm. not traffic shows, but he's the traffic guy on those morning hmm. and afternoon. We
1: just landed here. Sorry. There we go. Say <laughs> um, so what? I said we you... just landed. We just landed. Uh, we're out of the airplane now. Um, what, are you, what are you talking about? The noise is gone.
0: Oh, I didn't hear anything. Did you just hear what I was talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just double check. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the, um, but anyways, he was talking this morning to, um, on the radio about how it was brutal. And he didn't doing it for 23 years, doing a split schedule where it was like the early morning a.m. drive shift and the afternoon and his radio show, yep. which I think he said he's been doing that since like uh, 2013 or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, I was very impressed. And <laughs> congratulations to Mark Aram wherever you yeah. are out there. He is a good friend of mine. Um, if anyone knows the radio station, Judd Hickenbotham, I actually went to high school with that Joker and uh, we're buddies. Um, we weren't always great friends in high school, but we know each other and we've been, we've kept up over the years a little bit here and there. And um, I think him and Mark Aram are really good friends. Judd is um, oftentimes one of the news anchors and substitute for Scott Slade on WSB radio. And I feel like a WSB radio um, advertisement right now. But right. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> but, anyways, I always like Mark Aram's show. It's kind of a cool show where he does goofy things and yep. has little game host. shows. Yeah. yeah, he's a good host. He is. Um, I got an email today. Oh, boy. It um, is interesting. Yeah. We've had this podcast going for a little while. Yep. And I don't know if this, if my regular, I have an email, I think, available. If Somebody dug hard enough um, for the show. But I got an email from a guy named Brock John. That's the uh, the inbox tagline. I don't know if his first name is Brock or his it's last name is
1: John, J-O-N,
0: or first name is John Brock.
1: That, it's probably John Brock. I would think. John
0: Brock. Okay. Uh, so, and I'm sorry I'm giving advertisement for this guy, but <laughs> he said, I mean, I can't decide if this is real or not. He says, hey, I love, emoji love, your podcast. I'm the top mentor concierge on a new social audio experience called wisdom i'd like to formally invite you to be a top mentor on the app (laughs) are you like? i can't i i it gets better let's see um okay john let's see what else you got here it's designed for folks like you so you can monetize your expertise and do some good at the same time I think you'd be perfect fit for this category for the, in, in the category, excuse me. Um, I'd also like you to see how the top mentor program works. We just released a one minute video. Top mentors get monetization every minute. Anyone listening to you to anyone, everyone listening to you. You'll also get your talks privileged in search. Ooh, I get them privileged privilege to search. I wonder where these privileges come
1: from. Mm, and is it worth it?
0: <laughs> uh, Let's see. What else does he say here? Um, I really hope you join us on the ground floor of the wisest social audio experience. That's a mouthful. I can send you over the quick video of how it works and a sign-up link to reserve your spot. You got to reserve that spot and the mm. top mentor program from when the, uh, the app launches later this summer. So it's not even launched yet. Mm. Uh he says, can I send you a link? I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Thanks. I'll well, tell you what, John, if you listen to my podcast, as you're saying, why don't you send me another email and tell me what this podcast was about? And then maybe I'll think about possibly emailing you.
1: There you go, Gene.
0: <laughs> Let's just see how big of a fan he is. If the emoji loves me, or excuse me, emoji loves our podcast so much. <laughs> I, I find this um, hard to believe. John Brock two first names for a last name i usually don't open those but i just had to open that because it did look too it looked mildly da- mildly
1: dangerous but not it's called fishing gene oh it's... yeah <laughs> i mean it might be legit it might be a legit thing but like now
0: <laughs> <clears throat> well i mean somehow or another they knew that i had a podcast or they just took a wild guess in the dark that i had a podcast i don't know mm-hmm. one of the, one or the other is true but i want to see if john's a true dude me a real email give me a really real uh, personalized email john tell me what you thought about the show tell me mm-hmm. what jason's um family member does or has done that uh we talked about earlier in the show mm. or where they used to work
1: a couple of my family members over the years yeah my grandfather used to work at the original pemberton brick um building downtown the bottling company downtown oh nice um, on the docks back in the day when yeah.
0: Sitting on the morning sun.
1: Sorry. Mm. Can you get I just singing, sing any more of that, you gotta pay royalties, you know. <laughs> to Otis's family or to ascap or BMI. Yeah. Mm.
0: <laughs> I think BMI owns the right to a song that I made once. Really? Yeah. We can talk about that offline as they say at the corporations. Mm. You ever you ever hear that in your in your meetings offline? Take that offline.
1: Yep. or off the record. Yeah. Off the record. This is off the record. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is off the record. Which record? My, my greatest hit. What do you mean?
0: Off the record. I can't stand you.
1: <laughs> off
0: the record. Don't send me any more emails. Uh, wait, wait, Oh, no, never mind. Scratch that. Put that on the record. Don't send me any more emails. Uh, about your... Um, Monetization, scheme. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my goodness. Um, <laughs> I I just had to go uh, into it because that email was just so. I mean, I'm sure other people got, but I'm like, wait a minute. How's this? Or, or, first off, how do you know I have a podcast? Did you actually really listen to it, or did you just like send sort of blanket email out there and you know? oh yep. Who's he machine gun as many emails as you possibly could to as many emails as you could find.
1: And again, I'm not doubting the guy has a legitimate business and he's just trying to, it's, it's the new direct marketing, you know? So mm-hmm. I get it, <clears throat> but I'm like, eh.
0: well, the confusing part for me was you'll end up in search engines. Like what search engines? <laughs> I mean, are you going to like get me on the inside of Google? So when somebody looks up, you know, talk or something like that, Hey, third number search, talk with the now podcast. I don't know. Who knows, man? I don't know. It, it is interesting. Um, I have a um, sister-in-law, and she says that she wants to binge the podcast. So either she's the most bored person in the world, or she's actually interested in what topics I've talked about on here. <laughs> I was like, I haven't even binged the thing. <laughs> I barely listened to the episodes. Uh, although, let's let's catch up with uh, Jason here. I've got my knife in my hand.
1: <laughs> <We're> way, uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry,
0: This is not a threat. This is just me
1: um, looking at my you, bear's grill. Gene's about to clean a fish over there. This yeah. might
0: be the dumbest episode we've done yet. I don't know. I love um, it,
1: though. See, this is why people love because it, it's genuine, Gene. It's genuine.
0: Genuine Gene. That sounds like a 1970s um, <laughs> song.
1: <clears throat> genuine Gene. Genuine Gene. Yes. <laughs> Rolled up
0: in his Cadillac. Lay to the robins, a genuine gene.
1: And this is why you don't eat the bad meat after it's gone bad, people. <laughs>
0: oh, <no. laughs> oh yeah, the wife made um, some um, <laughs> meatball, little meatball sandwiches tonight. They were quite tasty. Ooh, man, I bet they were. they were. Quite tasty. Also, pita bread. Ooh, pita bread. Pita bread is amazing. I have no idea what it's really for, but I like it. <laughs>
1: Oh, goodness <laughs> Oh goodness gracious. Oh. I see
0: sometimes, Jason, you know there's people out there. You know there's people out there. They quit their job. They're sitting at their desk every Monday morning trying to come up with material for a podcast. They're writing down line by line, outlining everything. Let me show you my outline for this podcast. There we go. There's the outline
1: oh wow that's the the detail
0: yeah there's the outline right there (laughs) the outline is there's no outline (laughs) (laughs) the outline is you've tuned in to hear me and jason laugh at each other like we're at the morning zoo
1: that's right that's right i just need to find some
0: uh it's just
1: like a road trip with us yeah
0: (laughs) just need to find some uh (laughs) noisemakers man yakety yak! don't talk back uh, <laughs> all right i want mean, you here let's do this
1: meanwhile <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to uh sing a line to one of sing i'm gonna i already have one in mind that i'm gonna do <clears throat> i want cool. you to just sing a line to one of your favorite 70s songs and see if I, 70s 1970s oh my 1970 gosh. to 1979 you know there's just a C. If I can, I'm, I'm sure I can get it, but I just want you to do it see if right I can
1: say, Come on, you know, we're both musical encyclopedias here. <laughs> hmm. How you put me on the spot, Gene? I'm trying to think of one you can't get. So you want me to go first?
0: Oh, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be that kind of way. Go ahead. But it will, you know, something that's like, ah, uh, yes, yeah, something that can invoke a conversation. How about that? Oh, okay, um, go ahead. But it's been you, woman, right down the line.
1: Little jerry rafferty up in here um thank you ladies and gentlemen jerry, <sighs>
0: jerry rafferty who i could who for the longest time i thought it was gary rafferty just because i couldn't spell and i was a teenager and i saw the G E R R Y <laughs> and i thought it was gary thought it was just a weird way of, the guy was spelling gary scottish man right yep who didn't sound scottish with the way he sang
1: no he did not
0: i know um a lot of uh it's weird to me, and you just say I'm ready. Whenever you're ready,
1: mm, keep going. Yeah,
0: um,
1: <sighs> it's
0: weird to me how a lot of like English people. Mm-hmm. This could be a whole topic for another day, but they will sound very. They will not sound English or Scottish or Irish, whatever they are, when they sing. But they might have a really thick
1: or Welsh for that matter, Irish or Welsh. Think about the Welsh.
0: Yeah, they might have a thick accent when they speak, but. Like for instance, um, if you ever hear um, a good example might be the Clash. If you hear the mm. Clash thing, you're like, "Oh yeah, they're British." Those yeah. are British guys. I know they're Br- Beatles. I mean, you
1: could tell too. Yeah, yeah,
0: the Beatles. You could tell. You know, um, but like uh, Gary Raff- like Jerry Rafferty, you said earlier. I called Jerry <laughs> Rafferty again. Jerry, like Jerry Rafferty. Um, you know, you, you you might be like, "Is that a Southern Californian guy?" I can't tell. That um, doesn't really happen in the adverse of american songwriters like you don't really hear any i mean maybe you might i mean i guess maybe you might hear an rem song and maybe think that could be a british band but if you didn't know who they were
1: true true. but
0: i always thought it was funny that um i once heard a comedian talk about how he thinks it's funny that a lot of the old british uh rockers you know they would (laughs) be they would be singing and trying to like I can't remember his bit, but it was basically they'd be singing and strumming or whatever, like, yeah. I know what I'm talking about and, you know, it sounded like they're trying to sound like a black blues singer or whatever, you know. And then they would st- you know, after they started, oh I'll right, come get that one to the other side, there, please. All right, thank you. I know what you mean. <laughs>
1: it's <was> pretty funny. <laughs> oh, it's like this it's like scorpions. You can't tell they're German. No. Even though that's how they learned English was to just sing that those songs like they had no idea what they were singing he had no idea what he was singing klaus didn't when he was first starting Really, I didn't know yeah that. um but yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of i mean other stuff, than
0: david hasselhoff i can't think of another german great <laughs> german band <Do>.
1: besides uh <laughs> besides scorpions do yeah sorry i can think of david Hasselhoff. what is
0: it what is another um german
1: band?
0: uh or or singer that i would even know of no the 99 loft balloons lady
1: that's true nina
0: is, is that the is that her is that the whole name nina Nina
1: n-e-n-a yeah uh. um not to be confused with nina cherry which is a different one um yeah i was trying to think of the, the band that does do du, Duhas, has that's all their way worthy it
0: was right set for a german band
1: possibly gene i don't know <laughs>
0: They certainly looked German, didn't they? We, we, <laughs> we've, del- we've delved
1: into a very, very dark hole of dismal <laughs> German. How did come up with
0: right said Fred, no,
1: that'd be too um, sexy for my shirt, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. uh,
0: <laughs> imagine that. I mean, back in the 90s, and know I did this. You're watching MTV, all right, I got 20 minutes. You turn it on, and right said Fred comes on, followed by how bizarre, how bizarre.
1: Oh, by OMC, Ooh, yeah, baby. Who You would never know is a New Zealand band, um, Follow,
0: followed by Rico Suave. And you're like, All right, I give up, I can't, I can't, I can't watch this
1: anymore. Jeans Groove into Brother Bella's in the back, Sweet Scena's in the front. Of the He's three, that's the, the best, probably in the hot, hot sun. <laughs> of, of those three, that's probably uh, that's the best. working. That's working at KFC on Campus Outreach's beach project in 1997 in Panama City, not the beach, but Panama City proper. KFC stuck in the kitchen, listen to freaking. making
0: me crazy
1: oh hey not not to be confused with omd orchestral maneuvers in the dark which is a great 80s band
0: you know jason if you ever have a stalker as much information as you give away they are going to like have you down pat one day you know he worked at a kfc in
1: 1994 his finger looking good (laughs) gosh
0: i'm sorry jason this is a family
1: at at what he does that you didn't let me finish the statement Gene. Um <laughs> like, it makes no sense.
0: Shock jockery
1: here. Sorry. Even though it was just it's just a advertising slogan. But anyway. Yeah. Um, that is my so, favorite sauce of theirs, so, by the way. That's Which good. they don't
0: call it that anymore. It's called a KFC sauce for whatever reason. Mm.
1: Change the it's dang simpler, formula. Simpler. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to uh <laughs>
0: You making me crazy. Back to
1: seventies music. Um <laughs> I was trying every to think of I, every I time trying, I look around. <laughs> oh this really is like a morning show um i, I don't know what i'm on tonight but <laughs> it it's funny um i was trying to think of one that you may not be able to guess um i was trying to think of one i was like when i was a younger man i had no cares no
0: you, you know what i think it's hanging in the brain can you give me more
1: fooling around picking the town Growing my hair. Oh gosh, I do. I have it,
0: but I can't think of the artist. Um it, it hmm. is the um Sha La 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 Is that it? No, it's not that you know what song I'm talking about though, right?
1: Yeah. You do? Yeah. You're uh, thinking about you're thinking about Thunder Island is what Yeah,
0: you're that's what I thought you were saying. no, 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 Thunder no, no. I'm,
1: oh. I'm singing the song and ooh, I love you. That song don't you came around stole my was, is that the same like, artist no no who are you no who's this artist? this is climax blues band climax blues band. they also did song couldn't get it right couldn't get it right right on the thing in the middle of the night couldn't get it right that's all they also did that one so there you Jason go Jason with the yacht rock Oh, you darn right. We're
0: going to have a new segment called Jason's Yacht, Yacht Rock Review.
1: That's right. It's going to be nothing but Christopher Cross and Toto. Anyway.
0: What's the uh, uh, CC1000? What's that band called? Is that another one? Um, CCM or C. It's like 1000. CX1000. What? Am I confusing my computer languages here? Um, I don't
1: understand what you're saying. <laughs> they sang that
0: song. I'm not in love.
1: Oh, yeah. That's. uh, No, that's uh, 10CC.
0: 10cc. See, I knew yeah. I was going somewhere with that. Yeah, I also had do too many zeros. They have,
1: they have love in their songs, so it's, things we do for love was also them, too. I had too many like zeros. Like walking at. in the rain and the snow, and there's nowhere to go. That's them, too. Yeah. Well, anyway. is it also,
0: you know who I, like all those bands, totally, um, they totally, totally, like totals, totes. They, um, I can't believe I said totes. I On a recorded line. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> you're Talking about bands, we were saying Ten CC, we were saying stuff. Like- I'm not in love.
0: <laughs> it's just
1: a. You're thinking of, you're thinking you're gonna get confused with Thin Lizzy and.
0: No, oh, I, I used to meld those bands together. Like back, in, I couldn't tell you the difference between Ten CC and um nitty-gritty dirt band like if you when i was like 15 years old they all just kind of sounded the same to me back then you know or like the nitty-gritty dirt band and uh who was the one that sang um oh gosh (laughs) It's pretty bad when you uh have a thought, but you can't think of actually, who was the one who sang? I can't think, <laughs> yeah. of, can't think of the artist or the song I'm trying to think of.
1: You're on a total me, blank on both. Let me help you, Mr. Jangles. No, that's That would have meshed together too, probably. Oh, that's Nitty Gritty band, yeah. Yeah.
0: And tell me, what's the difference between um, James Taylor and ba- Barry Manilow, I ask you?
1: What? Oh my gosh, lots. James, well, James Taylor, you know, he, Kind of came from the, the more Laurel Canyon sound. So he was more of a, you know, I fix broken hearts and you. That was not a um, that was not a
0: diss on either one of them. By the way, I do like both of them.
1: And Barry Manilow is more of a composer, piano player guy. So, is he? Yeah. So who would Ten. you? He put- he did he did songs like Nabisco Ding. He did uh, by Men Who would He'd be, be a similar
0: his- artist to Barry Manilow? Barry Manilow. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Um, I was just trying to compare him to somebody, and that just, for some reason, James Taylor came to mind.
1: Well, I I don't know, because Barry Manilow was in that era of... Was he a post-Tony Bennett-type sound? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, He was more of your 70s, 80s type... um, like, lounge composer guy, you know? So, I don't know what you'd consider... Robert Goulet... No, he's somewhat, I mean, Goulet didn't compose any music. Um, wow. I don't know. Hmm. You could sort of meld and eventually, and this trust me, anybody listening, I'm not I'm not trying to draw a direct comparison, so don't don't, you know, beat him over the head in your in your mind. Um, you can almost see him more like somebody else took the reins, Billy Joel. Because hmm. Billy Joel was a composer artist that. as well. You know, Billy Joel composed a lot of stuff. Now, Billy Joel didn't do the commercials like you know. You deserve a break today. That was that was it, also very okay. man
0: <laughs> If I if I was a reporter interviewing um, Billy Joel, would I ask him, Billy Joel, are you the are you the um, the greatest artist that hasn't written a song or in thirty years?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's, he has an interesting story to me. Just like a guy that gave it up, but didn't give it up. Nope. Like, I don't know.
1: He has enough of a catalog where he doesn't have to write a daggum thing anymore. He He sort
0: of did the opposite of the Beatles in a way. Like the Beatles said, I'm done with touring. Let's just go write. (laughs) And he said, I'm done with writing. I'll just go tour.
1: I mean, literally the, his last song was on that river of dreams album. And it was called, these are the last words I have to say. Yeah. So and he stopped but he could tour for, you know, ever on, on the stuff he's written. So it's like yeah, I don't know.
0: I'm impressed that he doesn't write for other people at least. Uh, I don't think he
1: does, does he? I don't know. I don't know if he does or not. I can't confirm. Maybe he that. just
0: doesn't have the bug anymore. It's just he just right. rather whereas
1: like you take another br- one of the other brilliant songwriters of our time and musicians and composers was Prince <clears throat> and he wrote for so many people. I mean, <laughs> the Bengals, manic monday um you know uh, all of sheila e's hits uh more stay in the time you know all those songs jungle love um the bird all those are are Prince songs you know he also made Sinead o'connor famous with one of his songs so
0: you know, there oh was, yeah nothing compares
1: that. to you is was, was his song um so you know you got you got all kinds of spectrums i always respect somebody that can write music and perform well and then there are some people that can write music that should have left the performing to other people hmm. i.e bob dylan <laughs> but I, again but mm-hmm. again if you hear a bob dylan song and it doesn't sound like bob dylan now it sounds weird <laughs> you're like yeah. how come i can understand the words that's not bob dylan <laughs> you
0: know speaking of Sinead o'connor i know a person i won't say who it is i know a person who. um I will not even say what the circumstances were, but they were around Sinead O'Connor. Um, I'm sorry, in close, in close corner cor- quarters, I guess you would say, for oh.
1: uh,
0: a period of time.
1: And um, yikes!
0: She said that she was actually a nice person to be around. Said that she actually treated her nicely. She was a nice person.
1: No, well, she was the one that the, so, they got treated. Oh, I, just, I was just—I
0: was—I was highly impressed that that you know was the case. Anyway. Um, <laughs> We saw Billy Joel a while back. Thank you for going all over the map, by the way, with that conversation.
1: You're welcome. Brought you right back. Um, <laughs>
0: Billy Joel, though. We did see Billy Joel in concert. Yep. At first uh, concert.
1: Yeah.
0: Was that not only the first con? I mean.
1: First concert there it was. Was that the first?
0: No, that was not the first um, event at SunTrust. Uh, Truist Park. Formerly SunTrust.
1: Uh, it was the first concert.
0: I was trying to remember if that was prior to Braves. The Braves playing there.
1: Mm. i don't recall i don't know but i know it, it was, was a great concert we were in the nose please yeah we did we had the absolute top row
0: yeah oh. i mean it was kind of nice up there i mean billy was the size of a um a small uh dot on my thumbnail but uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he knows how he knows how to perform though he's a really good performer
0: yeah yeah you know what i thought was i can still remember that night that was one of the better concerts sound wise I mean, it would be nice to be up closer to him, but just sound wise, one of the better concerts I've been to, I was very glad that I went to see him that night.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I yeah. thought his best song that night was um, moving out.
1: Yep. You agree? I, and I, I would say it's one of his best all around. Um, you know, I've seen him four times. Once with Elton John.
0: Well, now you're just bragging, Jason.
1: Um but yeah, I mean, I, that was, that concert was on par with them, even though it was in a stadium, which is not meant for concerts. Um, I will say that stadium sounded a lot better than any other concert I ever heard in Turner field. Um, mm. Cause Turner field was horrible sound.
0: Did you ever go to any at the old Fulton County?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: How'd that sound?
1: I don't know. It was so long ago. It's hard for me to remember. Oh, okay. uh, and it may have been the beach boys the last time I saw in the eighties. Um, but Oh, I remember those Beach Boys concerts Out, the I mean yeah. they
0: did that like four times a year, didn't they?
1: Oh yeah, it was a regular stop.
0: And I never went to one, I don't think.
1: Yeah. By the end of the game, you know, you're down the you know in the lower decks because there was not that many people there. And yeah. do you remember are...
0: <laughs> um do you remember having a favorite song from that night we saw Billy Joel, or can you remember?
1: Um uh, I don't know. Um I, I know the problem with him is he has so many hits that it's hard for him to do all of his songs. Um, I thought he had it was a kinda,
0: long set though.
1: He did. He did not. I mean, it was a long set and, and he left stuff out. So that tells you how many hits he has. Um, you know, I, I like some of his more deep cuts. You know, I like traveling prayer. I like the song down Easter Alexa. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think scenes from an Italian restaurant probably.
0: I'm trying um, to. Okay. Scenes from that's there. a
1: bottle of red, bottle of white you know it's, talks about growing up and somebody getting married and then there's basically these two people meeting in an italian restaurant that used to know each other back in the day to reminisce i mean um
0: I, i'm not saying that um rock music as we know it is dead but like will there ever be another billy joel type character come around again you know
1: I mean, it's hard, well, it's hard a, to say a New Yorker, you know, a guy yeah. from the mean streets of New York, you know, and it's it's hard to say it's hard to say because I've thought about stuff like that. You know, you thought about are we ever going to see another, you know, where you can name any of those artists that we know from being younger. I yeah. mean, because Billy Joel actually, you know, kind of predates us as far as us listening to music. But, he, you know, his, his heyday was during our time. But well, I can
0: remember. I mean, there's there's plenty of people like in the post. We'll call it well the post 90s alt rock scene is kind of where rock went i guess for the most part
1: you know you think Ooh. about like
0: um bands like snow patrol i guess or
1: yeah um, that's that's an alternative but it's not really alternative because it's mainstream now yeah it's so. not
0: like 90s but it's it's, it's yeah. along those lines um and I, I was just thinking about i mean you have people like ray Ray Lamontagne, um people like jack johnson you know, and they're they're kind of in the vein of like the old kind of yeah, whatever you want. I, I
1: agree with you on that, yeah. That's but I just kind of 11. wonder if
0: that's sort of dying out. I mean, you don't. I, I can't think of anybody. There's, um, what is the name of that band? Fed uh, um, sort of sounds
1: like Led Zeppelin. Greta Van v- sort of sounds like them. <laughs> they I'm being sound honest. exactly like Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, yeah. I like them though because it's like we're getting new Led Zeppelin music. Yeah, I really like. They're them, good, but you know. I mean, there's, no, there's nothing new under the sun. That's the other thing. So everything's going to be an imitation well, that's of great. something else. Um, so it's it's when somebody comes out with their own new sound or their own unique sound, you know, like, a, I don't know, a cake. Think about cake. Haven't heard much from them, but they're one of those definitely unique. You know, you, nobody else uses uses brass like they do. Um, it's all done and, live once. Yep, me too. Yeah. Um, were we the was, same? Were we the same? Uh, that was uh, at Centennial Park.
0: Yeah, Music Midtown. No, no. It was a, it was a 99X on the concert br-
1: right? on the bricks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monty went with us,
0: um, he, and the lead singer got mad at the fan for doing stupid stuff.
1: Yep. Um, you know, and there's you know other bands that have their own sound. I think they're going to be the ones that are going to last more. Um, like I know you mentioned Snow Patrol, man, but they all those kind of start to sound the same after a while. Those alternative new alternative bands which I, I just the whole point of the being called alternative back in the day is because it was an alternative to pop music
0: mm.
1: and now when it's becoming the mainstream it's like eh, you know you had your your grunge alternative which the real grunge stuff was the early stuff and it became when it became popular it kind of melted away from that um because i wouldn't consider stone temple pilots really grunge they're more la alternative rock mm-hmm. But they came out around the same time as Pearl Jam and, and you know Nirvana and all them, you know. And so you get and you can argue that I would call I could say Smashing Pumpkins in some respects is more progressive alternative in right. some of their songs. I mean, like especially think about Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, that album, yep. like you know, it got really like artsy, you know. Um I like
0: but that
1: I do oh, I don't, do don't, too.
0: don't worry, Jason. We're gonna do a nineties. I Altern- We're going to do a '90s alt rock
1: show. I was I was thinking of composers, They're like compo- composing mus- musicians. Um, Chris Cornell actually, you know, com- wrote most all of his stuff. Um, yeah, and the only uh,
0: uh, I don't know Jack White writes all of his stuff. I think.
1: Yeah, Jack White. I would say is is along that same vein. I would mm-hmm. I would I would venture to say, even though he's a little odd comparatively, but he has his own sound definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he, one that, that he doesn't mesh into anything else. Yeah. Um, I, I would say he's up there uh, as far as talent and, and
0: right. you know, just well,
1: staying power.
0: If I had to think of the last 20 years, which has not been sort of slim pickings in rock music, I think. I agree. Um, two bands that come to, or three maybe, two or three, that come to my mind as being legitimate, good, old-fashioned, you know, you got whatever, four guys, drums, guitar, b- yeah. keyboard, whatever. Death Cap for Cutie. I'm a big fan. Um, I, I, I used to like them a little more. I haven't listened to them a lot lately, but I still like their stuff. Uh, the Killers. They they're really
1: good in concert, by the way. Yep, saw them once.
0: And oh, I just thought uh, Wilco. Wilco wow, is a uh,
1: choice. Really good um,
0: singer songwriter kind of band.
1: See, I would. Uh, some of those are kind of derivative, though. Um, which I, I get what you're saying. They're all really good. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, killers definitely had their own sound, but then you have other bands that I would say other bands are derivative of them. Like, you know, to me, the killers, and then you get bands that do like your imagined dragons, which kind of sort of sound that along that vein, you know, I like them but, for
0: some reason too. I mean, I feel like I sometimes just, I shouldn't, uh, but I like them. I've got one. I albums. just,
1: I just don't I can't I can't get into the newer stuff like that I just can't because it just seems like oh listen to this because everybody is no <laughs> I'm still well, an alternative kid at chick I just and, like and what hard. I like I'm the, I'm boy kind of well, and there's nothing wrong with that I'm just saying I just and seeing the killers live was kind of you know maybe even more of a fan um
0: they're very good they're entertaining live that's for sure
1: yeah I actually went to that Concert by myself, I think. Yeah. Oh, were you not with me? Because I went to see was that it? concert. No, a we were there. Friends. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I just le- I got there by I drove myself.
0: My friends David and Jen. Our friends.
1: Our yeah. friends, David and Jen. Yes. <laughs> yes, that was that concert. I just remember <laughs> I like that I corrected out. myself and you corrected me <laughs> that <is
0: funny. laughs>
1: That's how it are. We just we have to help each other out here. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was at the uh at infinite energy center. Yeah. Um right. That was a really good concert. I was impressed. I was like, wow, okay. they they actually are. Mm-hmm. a real band that now that you're performs. not into these
0: i call it um how, how should i label this i won't call i won't use the word angry
1: but i'll call it uh angry
0: no um the kind the type of music the um let's say maybe cynical british rock <laughs> uh, and uh, i think of two bands muse and radiohead
1: <laughs> well i like radiohead but i like radiohead from the 90s yeah that that i remember playing on 99x like your pablo honey
0: oh i like both of them i'm a big fan you know and OK
1: computer i like that album you know i like some of the i like bits and pieces of those stuff you know i love it no there's nothing nothing wrong with that then you you can put jet in there jet's kind of Mm -hmm. an angry british um band who has a sound like a 70s rock band which i love there's Um, a great
0: video by the way of muse where they were going to go on some um, Start to interrupt they, a um, talk show and the talk show said we want you to um, lip sync and pretend to play your instruments and they were like are you kidding me <laughs> so yeah, if you can find it on youtube look for it yeah um, i know that's like that's
1: just a big they, insult.
0: they over exaggerate like they play the piano like this <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> you know like and they're and they're strumming the guitar like it's clearly not they're strumming you know and it's funny
1: yeah, I think you know. There's a few that come along. Like I like um, Silver Sun pickups. I really like them because uh, they have their own sound to me. Um, and I like, like I said, Jet is good. Um, you know, I sort of like Snow Patrol for a little while. I like the song, um, they have some good songs. Run that like first hit they had. That song was really good. Um, I got tired of the other one um
0: they had about four different ones i can't I, just, I, I don't
1: know i just I, i'm like i just we just always remember the days of listening to a whole album so i just i get the snippet you know we're only get, only one song is going to get popular it's like yeah come on you know we'll of course a, we, all, uh, we also had the benefit of having radio stations here back in the day that used to uh Play the whole like would play deep cuts like Nine nx X would play deep cuts off of off of stuff and they play it repetitively. So we thought it was a I thought it was a hit and everybody's like well, I've never heard that song. Well, you I know? think
0: the the biggest secret that it has not gotten to a lot of people's ears, or either that, or I'm just an old outdated fogey, is um the other <laughs> side of the river. Have you found that?
1: Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I mean that I've got <clears> HD radio, so I can get it anywhere too. So I've got I, it's ninety-seven point one point one on HD. Ah. so i can get it clear everywhere now the only problem is and i i actually told uh steve craig this i saw him at a concert one time i said the only issue i'm having is the audio because it tends to be broadcasting in mono for some reason so you'll lose like a solo will be like muted you'll hear it sort of but not really um but steve craig told me that's just his playlist that's his playlist that he programs that makes sense because it sounds like that x <laughs> he's like he's like it's all i do is like program it from the house and send it in. That is wow. hilarious. It's and, well, uh, I,
0: I just I just pick it up on um, iHeartRadio usually on my laptop.
1: Right. Well then see that's good. That's good. Um and I I love it. Um I
0: can actually pick it up in my car driving around but like it kind of go fades in and out like certain right, areas. But, because it's out
1: of Gainesville and it's a really it's a really low frequency. It's 97.7. So right. we
0: get the river I told, though.
1: <laughs> I told him I said, man, you know when the FCC is like, yep, I've already thought about it. He's, I see, as he's, you're thinking what I'm thinking. He's like, yep, when the FCC 99.7 comes up for auction, I'm hoping we can outbid Q100 and get 99.7 for the other side of the river, ah, which would be amazing. Which would be amazing. They'd have to start adding
0: commercials and stuff like that. Which yeah. is what it is.
1: Yeah, um, but it, I like it because he plays progressive eighty stuff and. 90s alternative and uh you know throws a couple new songs in there oh, and yeah there and, yeah I've heard, but I've not heard, much
0: yeah i've heard um death Cat for cutie on that i've heard a few other um post 2000 songs and music plays modest mouse people like that
1: oh yeah which that's a- the boat i love that song that's my favorite song from the mist the boat love it
0: from modest mouse yep uh, you know what i was really into that band for a while and you know they're not uh modest mouse is a quirky band they're i mean you hear that alcohol is an acquired taste. They're sort of an acquired taste. If you ever out get out there and try to listen to them. Cause when you first listen to it, it's not always, you know, whatever, but,
1: and I don't always listen to them. That's just how I, I am. I just thought it was interesting. The time we watched them, they had the guitars from the cure in <laughs> there playing with them. Yeah.
0: Oh no, no. You're thinking of actually from the Smiths. Smiths. That's what I meant. Same yeah. Thing.
1: yeah. That's um. what I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, yeah, Johnny, I, I, Johnny,
0: Gear, Greer, or something like
1: that. I thought that was funny. I was like, Oh wow, I'm getting to see the guitarist from the Smiths. Um, that was just
0: a one album thing, too. He just came over yeah. and, and he did an album with them and he toured with them for a Yeah, that like, was kind of uh,
1: cool. Um, so we saw them at the Tabernacle that night. They're a remember. band
0: out of Washington.
1: Yep, which, um, they're definitely, um,
0: they are like the uh, not the opposite of grunge, but they are definitely not the. You, I guess you can kind of see they have some influence from that whole generation. They do. But I would say
1: they do have some. I I I could say they <clears throat> they could come out. They could have come out in the height of grunge and still did well. I think. I think that they're considered um, indie rock, whatever. Which is which is rock similar rock is, in its but, in its origins because grunge came out of the punk scene anyway.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong, but indie rock is usually sort of it's sort of out of the box songwriting and singing mm-hmm. kind of thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like it's sort of it's not your typical type of. Like the way they do their songs a lot of times don't even have meaning or whatever but
1: yeah they're very um stream of consciousness kind of stuff right. um but no I you know I, I I you think a song like a lot of people consider the cure an 80s band but they're actually an 80s 90s band they kind of bridged that time period mm-hmm. um their first hits obviously were in the 80s but then you get to the 90s and they got hits so it's like not many bands could do that, you know, that weren't a U2 or an REM, you know. All right. Let's um, just
0: rename this podcast. Let's talk about music. And that's. I love uh, it. Yeah. It's I'm great. Kidding. I mean, hey, why not? It's Well, fun. then we can't talk about other things.
1: All right. What other things, Gene? Uh, well, let's
0: know. round it out because I'm ready to Paninis.
1: Stop. Paninis. Uh, Paninis. <laughs> I do like
0: um, Panera Bread's Panini. It's a very good one. Um, you would.
1: Pre-packaged Panini. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead.
0: Come here. <laughs> lost my train of thought oh yeah i thought the other day in the shower i might not have been in the shower i don't know where i was um about um okay follow me on this <clears throat> musical greats per decade and i had to think of this
1: oh yeah here we go and
0: here's what i came up with at the top of my head all right 1950s and this is not my preference this is
1: just what i feel what? like right when you think most of influential decade. yeah
0: elvis i can't get past elvis for 1950s
1: yeah, I could go with that as far as influence goes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 1960s, the Beatles. Part of it. Yeah.
1: 1970s, Led Zeppelin. Now, you got all right. You have to you have to acknowledge the other music that we don't like, mostly from the 70s.
0: Well, I'm thinking of popular mainstream. They get all the fans, they get all the Now, Led Zeppelin did not get as much publicity, but, you know
1: just saying there's huh. there's another there's another one from the 70s I, that was australian and big
0: really i'm lost who the Bee Gees. oh the bgs well they
1: weren't they late 70s though it's disco it's still part of the 70s
0: oh well, yeah i was just but i was thinking like well,
1: they've been well they were around since the I mean, 60s i mean i, I don't hit, mean the entire the
0: decade 60s. per se but just like I know. <laughs> it seems like when facts. i think of the 70s i just think of now, if you talk to the media, yeah, they may have agreed with that. That the because I don't think the media I, in the '70s liked Led Zeppelin. If I'm not no, mistaken. of course that's
1: how we know they were good because the media didn't like them. Yeah, but
0: they sold they sold out everywhere they went. Their albums sold like crazy. If you look at the numbers, I believe Led Zeppelin might have been the most
1: popular Cause, band. Because you can argue, I mean, you could argue a bunch of bands for the '70s. You could argue, you know, mm-hmm. Black Sabbath. You could argue, um, Kiss, for that matter. Honestly, um, you could argue a bunch of different things. Um, but like when
0: you think of the 50s and 60s, you know Elvis probably sold the most records. Seven, um, um, 60s um, Beatles probably sold the most records.
1: Beatles, Beach Boys. Yeah.
0: I, mean, I, mean, I don't know who sold more, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so.
1: but um,
0: anyways, the 70s, I just can't think of another band or artist besides right. Led Zeppelin. Right, right. Okay. And when I got to the I 80s, agree. I could only come up with one band that hits it for the 80s and 90s a band <clears throat> yeah a band does um the 80s have to be you too mm. who else could it be maybe prince
1: you're forgetting one giant one. Oh, oh i'm
0: sorry michael jackson
1: i'm sorry there i thought of him. i
0: actually did think of him too
1: but michael yeah, jackson man. is probably the guy period in but, the 80s period yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i mean he takes the cake on that one um but the problem with the 80s too he is. Just, it's kind 80s is like the 60s to me. It was kind of a hodgepodge of different styles. But my, Didn't Michael um, Jackson
0: sort of flitter out toward the late 80s or was he still, you know, bad by the 88, 89?
1: Dude, that guy never fluttered out until he died. I mean, come on. I'm, well, I'm, I'm mean, record saying record
0: sales, popularity. I mean, uh, didn't I mean, the public pretty much consider him too much, too weird for their taste by the 90s?
1: No. Yeah. No, because you had your, you and I uh, alone in the 90s, you had um all the other stuff i mean they i know i mean i'll
0: grant that he was the ni- the 80s guy. i mean
1: i don't like it i'm not a fan by any means but i just have to you have to admit when it comes to the 80s it's michael no, no I'm, I'm
0: fleshing it out I, um, I, the 80s yeah. makes sense for michael um, jackson the 90s and i oh. and i do have a personal bias for you too because i love the band you yeah but but i was trying to think of the 90s if it's not you too who is it is it is it nirvana
1: yeah but he only had three albums um and I'm just, and I'm uh, trying to think of this as a non-bias
0: kind of this is what the media, popular culture, everybody would probably say,
1: because I agree with the
0: Michael Jackson point.
1: Well, because there's the '90s can be split. See, that's the point. You've got the '90s. You've got, you have got you. have to admit it. Um, I hate I hate to say the words. I'm going to say you've got the boy band side of it. Um, yeah, but
0: I don't think they owned it. Not like got, not like Nirvana. You've,
1: or you've got Britney Spears. Or you've got you know Maybe. band people like that silly pop crap um from the 90s i mean pearl jam outsold nirvana. i mean i know what you and i feel pearl jam outsold nirvana hands down and think um now nirvana's place is that they they kind of change the flow of things um and obviously nevermind is is one of the most i would say one of the most popular albums of all time but i would say 10 is right there up there with it so you know those two kind of blaze the trail, even though Soundgarden have been around the whole time and been a lot more influential. But that's just me. Um, but it, there's so many of those bands, and then you get into the the silly new rock alternative side of it. Your Creed and your you know whatever of that kind of genre of bands, and and it's like, oh, okay, now there's this this other rock that I, don't, I guess it's just called new rock.
0: Well, um, I I can't think of anybody that would. I think the media you can, or whoever they would probably say Nirvana. My maybe. personal opinion is U two, but I'm biased.
1: I just think U two kind of yeah. span the decades and was always bias. there. Yeah. They were always there and were always good. I don't think they necessarily defined any decade because they're still going on. That's what and that's what honestly makes U two good is they don't define a decade. Right. You know what I mean? They kind of span. They could. They could do you know, Sunday, bloody Sunday in concert. And it sounds just as good and relevant as it does one of their newest, you know, it's like, it's to me, they just have a timeless sound, which is right. good, but that means you don't pigeonhole them into one decade or even two. Um, I mean, for that matter, the Rolling Stones are still going. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, to me, the sixties is the Stones, you know, um, the Beach Boys, that hmm. kind of sound.
0: Let's have a 60-minute um, debate on the Beatles or the Stones. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but anyways, I, Nirvana to me probably comes up in the 90s. Who knows? It's debatable. But then when I thought about 2000 to 2010, 2010, I, 2020, I, I got nothing. I've turned I off nothing. my head. There's.
1: I'm with you. I got nothing. There's, there's nothing. It all just meshes into a bunch of khaki and gray. All sounds the same. It's all derivative. They all wish they could be older bands that had more clout, but I don't think there's a lot that we're going to be listening to in 50 years from the two thousands and, and the 2010s. Like I'm really racking my
0: brain right now, 2000 to 2010, who was the guy or the band or the woman, whoever, that just sort of dominated. And I I get it. It it could be, it could be a hip hop artist. I don't care.
1: There are people younger that are probably like, Oh my gosh, scream if they're listening right now. um, uh, That would, be screaming names at us, but it's like, are the
0: Britney Spears might've actually been that 2000, 2010.
1: Person, I, uh... yeah, maybe, but I would also consider her nineties. So mm-hmm. like to me though, think about a Led Zeppelin, think about Beatles, think about the beach boys, think about Elvis. Nobody's going to be considering any of those bands from the two thousands and 2000 as those level of bands. They're right. not, they're not going to have the staying power. And for that matter of a U2, or for that matter of any of the hair bands, you know, um, from the eighties, you know, your your poison. you de- I mean, as cheesy as it is, we're always going to remember that sound, you know, um, we're always going to remember oh, Def Leppard for that we're matter. Gonna
0: do a hair bear- we're going to do a hair band night.
1: Yeah. I mean, just you, there's so many like bands that define things. It's just, all right. You know, I, I would say even from the sixties and early seventies, the doors to me were more the definition of that sound. Than a lot of things because they came from the LA scene. You know, it's like there's there's so many. I mean, you could just go on and on about it. You know, I like I love Three Eleven. I think they have their own, definitely have their own sound. Nobody else does that. You like Three Eleven, Jason? But (laughs) you don't put them in a in a decade, even though their '90s was their most successful decade. They're still making albums, and they still change their sound in the middle of the song. They still do the same kind of crazy stuff. Uh, But again, you don't it's hard to define them there it's
0: for jason stalker out there jason has a 311 party every march 11th of every year
1: that's right nod your head to this keep people <laughs>
0: have you told your um have you told your um you know gal friend that you yes. have a uh, slight obsession with 311 yeah
1: Okay. And I, I played a few songs where she's like, that's the same band. I was like, yep, that's the same band. I just played the other song up because they changed styles.
0: Right. Well, hey, I'm going to end it because I got to go to bed sometime tonight. But um, <laughs> fine,
1: Gene, fine.
0: Uh, th- good talk, Jason. <laughs>
1: and uh,
0: we'll, uh, if you're willing to come back, ladies and gentlemen, mm. audience, we'll, we might be here. We don't know, but uh, hopefully so. Mm. Lord we'll willing.
1: Probably, probably be laughing, making each other laugh. All
0: yeah. right. Have a good one, Jason. Let me find yeah. the end button there's an end stop recording <laughs> all right thanks for joining us today on paul what do we call oh yeah talk the now podcast <laughs>